This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. On today's show, I am delighted to welcome a boxer who has trained with the best in the world. He gives me an insight on what it takes to make it as a boxer, the sacrifices, the discipline, and the love for the game. You don't want to miss it on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Dury. I am your host covering everything sport international and today is a wonderful day. I have a special guest, a very, very special guest. It's a great honor to introduce a phenomenal athlete, a talented boxer and one of the nicest people you will meet in the industry. Welcome to the show, Mohamed Ali Bayat. Yeah, thank you, Omar. It's great to have you on board. Now, for those that don't know, I cover everything sport, not just internationally, but locally. And I'm proud to have a talent that has made the UAE proud in the industry of boxing. He's competed at a lot of the highest level. There's a lot that happens behind closed doors in the world of boxing. But Mo Ali, what does it take to become a boxer? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Okay, sacrifice. and with sacrifice, tell me more about that. Well, it takes sacrifice. You need to sacrifice your time, your feelings, your energy, everything, man. It's just sometimes you get stuck between who you love or what you love, and you need to choose. And it's just sacrifice, man. Dedication. That's it. You know, it depends how much you want it inside. You get my point? Yeah. Yeah. You need to really want it, otherwise. It's just too much. But what is worth is too much. Really, and, and and with those sacrifices, it's seen you do a lot of things in the industry and be very successful. What what kind of sacrifices have you made? Everything, man. Me and you, we go way back. Yeah. You already know most <laughs> of the things, yeah. man. You already know the way. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just too much energy, too much time. Yeah. Uh, man, that's it, man. It takes a lot of energy, a lot of time, but. Uh, that's what I said, man. It's, it depends how much you want it. Yeah. If you want it bad enough, you definitely get it. Like, I get all these questions of, oh, can we start? Can we do this? Can we do that? Bro, everyone can do it. Okay. Everybody okay. can do it. Is it's there just a right much... time for it? Floyd Mayweather is 40. Yeah. Manny Pacquiao is almost there. Yeah. So everyone's, everyone's fighting, man. Fighting is different nowadays. Yeah. Everybody fights. Yeah. Get my point. So no, it's not an age. I mean, age is important, but... It's not as important as whether you want to start. If you're looking for an excuse, yeah, your age. I mean, you can always come up with, oh, I'm old, I'm this and that. But if you really want to start, if you got it in you, and you have to go for it. And let's take that back. You know, you said if you got it in you. I've seen you in the gym as a young boy, and I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be here in front of the man that is Mo Ali. But when you were young at the gym, did you just feel that that's something that you just had, the love for boxing, the, the passion that you show? Endless, endless hours for those that don't know this man right here spent so much time in the gym his dedication is an inspiration to any young middle-aged or old athlete out there because he's done so much but Mo Ali with you what is it at 16 I believe was when we first met what is it at 16 yeah yeah you were and at 16 what is it that got you in the gym 
Well, uh, let's see. When I walked into a gym, I was fat, right? right. So I wasn't as fit. Slightly or, overweight. I wouldn't I say mean, that. I mean, <laughs> you get my yeah, point, right? Yeah, so yeah. I actually got into it because it was making me fit and it made me, because I was bullied a lot when I was a kid. So okay. it really made me feel good about myself. You know, right. you get my point. So, yeah. And people respecting me for who I am, not what I wear or... You get my point, where I came from and everything. It was just Mo Ali itself, like Mo Ali alone. It wasn't, oh, he's, he's got this, he's got that. It was it was only the respect. You get my point? Yeah. I mean, we stepped into the ring the first time I went in. You were there next to me. So, I remember. Yeah. So, man, who knew? So tell us a bit more about that. So it's the first time you step into the ring. Uh, I had the pleasure of being in your corner and and working with you and being behind the scenes and seeing how much dedication is there. What was going through your mind? Fear. Fear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fear. Still, I still have it in me. It never, it never went away. Bro, the only reason that keeps me going is fear. One is the fear of losing. Second thing is, is the fear of going back to the days that I came or I passed them through my life. Right. Bro, I'm afraid to go back there. I'm afraid to be hungry again. I'm afraid to have nothing on my own. I'm afraid to not being known by people. I'm afraid to go back. My, it's just being being afraid of all these things. But no, nothing keeps me. What motivates me? Nothing. Money doesn't motivate me because, as you know, I'm, I'm not into that thing. Right? Yeah. I mean, material stuff doesn't motivate me. My family motivates me to walk around and they say, oh, Moal is my brother, Moal is my son. Yeah. So that, that, that. And I want to touch on that. There's one thing, guys, for those that do follow Moali will know very well that his father plays a significant role. Yeah, I'm he, my he, dad. He, he's such an amazing guy and he has a face full of expressions when his son is in the ring. I feel personally attached to you and I'm not related to you by blood but when i see your father at the ring i get goosebumps by how much he's been involved in your life and what a positive role he's been yeah. in your in your career yeah you know when you're a teenager you don't actually realize how much uh, i mean what they do for you right yeah. so when you're a teenager you're like oh why is he doing that why is he doing this why is it so hard on me and everything right but when you actually grow up then you realize oh maybe he did that because he knew in a couple of years i'm gonna be alone and independent and nobody's gonna be around me so i can handle myself on my own right so my dad and i had those kind of relationships that i thought that he actually doesn't like me till i mean you know yeah yeah so he actually called me his son with pride after 26 seven years Wow. Like he actually called me his son like we were sitting in a place and he always introduced me as oh this is Mo and this is it and mm -hmm. the shake right yeah so we were sitting in a place and there were like guys and like elder gentlemen and everything and I came up and he was like oh this is my son and I was like okay okay yeah. let's that's, do that's it. the let's moment do, let's go for it yeah. let's do more now <laughs> like let's that. do more now we got here let's do more you know the one thing as well that I noticed for someone that I found difficult to communicate with by words mm. there was a lot of actions that him and myself communicated yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. and and that was something I was very grateful for because yeah. he knew what was good for his son even yeah. if he was let's say showing tough love tough love 100%, you know 100%. Um, guys there's much more to come on Pulse95 on the halftime show coming up next what it takes to get to competition level weight cutting and how does age play a part in boxing only here on pulse 95.
This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. What a show we have in store for you today. For those that have been following on Instagram Live on either my channel, Omar Duri, or on Mo Ali Bayer, you would have seen a lot of stuff behind the scenes on how, uh, you can call it a passionate rant. I kind of got a bit too emotional and got a bit passionate about it and spoke my mind on ambassadors of the sport. And I truly believe this gentleman here sitting next to me is a real ambassador of the sport. Mo Ali, thank you for joining the show. I appreciate it. Uh, Mo Ali, so we were talking about um, competing and one of the hardest things in, in competition is weight cutting. Yeah. When you've uh, personally got involved in, in, a, in a boxing match, talk us through the process of weight cutting. Well, there are two ways, the healthy way and the non-healthy way. Healthy way is you actually go on a diet and stay on the weight that you're supposed to fight a month before the fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, a couple of kilos, you're right, but... The unhealthy way, basically boxers, they don't do it as much, but wrestling and MMA fighters do it a lot because they need to lift each other up and, you know, throw each other uh, side to side and everything. But, I mean, boxing-wise, nowadays, we we try to we try to cut the weight in a process. Because <laughs> if you cut your weight out of nowhere, you just, you become sick, man. How much weight are we talking? All right, ev- let's, say, let's say the average weight that I lose in a running session, in a long run session, is three to four kilos. Wow. Okay. And that's 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 without a doubt. And three to four, four kilos. kilos. That's without a doubt. You know how much I sweat. Yeah, man. of course. Yeah, and, that's, and that's in one session. That's in one session. Wow. That's, that's, that's all water weight. Well, that's water weight. That's okay. all water weight. Okay. But that that water weight makes you lose enough calories to actually cut up some weight too. But you won't you won't lose three four kilos in an hour. I mean, it, it takes process. Yes. My point. I mean. Yeah. It's but. That's still healthy. I mean, I I run, man. There's nothing wrong with it, with, with running. I just yeah. run, and my gene, let's say, or my fitness makes me sweat. So okay. that's that's all right. But going out of the way, one, starving yourself. You don't have to starve yourself. You all of us have to, you know, put something. It's like a car, and you yeah. put an engine in it. You won't, it won't, it won't, it won't uh, drive. I mean. And I like the fact you said process. Now, with yeah. this process, let's say before competition by a month, yeah. what weight would you be sitting at? Let's say, let's say, okay, I used to be on heavyweight, you know yes. that, right? Yeah. So let's say if I'm supposed to be on a 91 yes. or 91, I walk around 94. Okay. 94, so 93, 94. Okay. That's about three, just a three kilo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. in that, in a month process, you lose it anyway. Right now, right now that I'm standing in front of you is I'm, 90, I'm 92. Yeah. And next fight will be very soon. Well, that's something we're going to be talking yeah. in the final segment. But actually, talking about... Um, your previous fight yeah something that not many people take credit for I have to say this because I know you're not the type of person to mention these things you won a tournament in April that's right you competed at a high level a prize fight you mean yes yeah yeah, we did that okay but when you did that and you won by the way congratulations on on your win hold on for that yeah that's right when you did win Aye. you donated your proceedings to the community yeah. no 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 I'm sorry don't just go yeah yeah that is something that is highly admirable in an industry that normally we see as materialistic as 
um, superficial. Yeah. Here stands someone that won the competition, and you said, and you mentioned this earlier in the first segment, and you donated all your proceedings to um, to your to the community. What okay. when you do these things? Um, the meaning is more because you don't mention them, mm. right? And you did say this is only the second time you go on live yeah. on your Instagram. I want to know more about that person, Mo Ali, that person. All right. I'm going to explain it very briefly because, yes. you know, I've done it for me, my heart and the God. So yeah. that's that's nothing to be crediting yeah. about. Or again, my point. All right. I'm going to say this once yeah. and we move on. Yeah. I was, to be honest, I was planning to buy a watch. Okay. No joke. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to buy a watch and everything. So then there was an incident, which we, I don't want to say what was it, but there was an incident that basically my dad, me and my dad were talking and I was like, you know what? I've got a house. I've got a bed. I've got everything I need. I've got a place to sleep. Some people don't, right? Mm-hmm. So me buying a watch doesn't give me credit. Look, I've done, I've talked about no watches, bro, bro. I mean, I just pro- promised myself not to wear anything flashy anymore. Mm-hmm. That doesn't uh, present me. I mean, yeah. what's inside is inside, right? So I've, I've decided to donate all my money to the people that they didn't have that privilege to sleep in a warm place, let's say. Yeah. It wasn't much. I mean, to the people that I gave it to, it was much, but... I mean, for me, it is much. You know me. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't come from a very crazy background. Yeah. So it was much, but in a process, it comes back. Yeah. It comes back. I mean, the spiritual way of seeing it was, for me, was it made me feel much better than spending it on the things that I actually didn't need. Yeah. And you know, that's exactly why I was saying what I was saying in the first segment, guys. If you missed our first segment or if you do miss the show you can find us on apple podcast or soundcloud if you type in the halftime show you'll be able to listen to what happened on this interview today and also text us on 4215 let us know your thoughts on the world of boxing and mo ali's journey so far as you've heard it there's more to come up next only on pulse 95 95 pulse to go stay tuned This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Let's get ready to rumble! Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Oh man, I've enjoyed today so much. We've already reached the third segment. Now, Mo Ali, you've been... uh, We've been talking off off camera or off uh, off uh, radio. Off, off, off radio. Off radio. Definitely on camera. Uh, and off camera on Instagram Live yeah. or text us on four two one five if you're tuned in on the radio. It's a salat and do. Pulse ninety five radio.com if you're listening on live. Mo Ali, what I want to run you through is the current boxing world is on fire. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna drop names, boxers' names, okay. and I want you to tell me. Without being explicit, <laughs> what you think? Okay. I try. I try. <laughs> okay, of these boxes. Okay. Right. Andy Ruiz. Shock. Deontay Wilder. Why? Anthony Joshua. Champion. Really? Yeah, he's a friend of mine. Well, I know that. I know you've trained with him before, yeah. but I'll get back to that in a second. Mm. Tyson Fury. Big heart. Big heart. I like yeah. that. I like that. Uh, Floyd Mayweather. Money. Yep. Mike Tyson. 
Vicious. Vicious. I like yeah. that. Manny Pacquiao. People's champion. People's champion. Okay. Prince Nassim. Move like a jagger. <laughs> Move like jagger. Okay. Um, Muhammad Ali. Legend. Muhammad Ali Bayat. No comment. <laughs> I expect you to say that. Now, when we spoke about Andy Ruiz and you said shock. Yeah. Firstly, what were your reactions when you first watched that? All right. It's, honestly, it was the biggest, let's say, biggest upset of boxing history. Yeah. Right? But at the same time, because, see, we get to fight people. We get to fight people who are not as fit as... I mean, they, they don't look as fit as... I mean, they are fit, but they don't look fit. Let's, right. let's put it that way, right? All do you have to look... Sorry. Do you have to look fit to be able to be a champion? Oh, we had this discussion in my training. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, remember yeah. that? No, man. You don't... I mean, you have to be fit, 100%. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to look for anything. I mean, you don't have to look like anything. You have to just be fit. Yeah, and so touching on that, box. fitness isn't how you look. It's how you perform, correct? That's exactly what it is. Huh. Yeah, that's okay, exactly okay. what it is. And uh, uh, what were we talking about? Andrew Ruiz, right? Ruiz, yeah. And yeah, so we, 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 I mean, I used to, let's say, I used to get a lot of, I used to ask a lot of uh, questions saying that, oh, this guy doesn't look strong, this guy doesn't look strong. I'm like, listen, whoever comes inside the ring with two arms and want to hurt you is strong yeah. and dangerous. So don't ever say that, right? So Andy Ruiz came up. Anthony Joshua, one of the fittest person I've ever seen. Have you met him in person? I haven't, no. I've I've trained with him, right? I saw, and I saw he clips makes of you me with him. and yeah. he makes me look like a child. Really? He's big, he's huge. Like seriously, he's huge. Like I was hitting a pad and I was still afraid. But when when you were when you were um, training with him, how was his performance levels like? Uh amazing. He's really he's something else. Okay. I mean okay. I've trained with David Hay too. I remember, can you please share with us, uh, you, you know you told me this story um, back in the day, but when you did train with David Hay, it yeah. wasn't quite as it turned out to be. Or was it? I mean, David Hay wasn't on training camp. Yes. Let's say, yeah. yeah. So we were we were training and stuff. So but I was going crazy. I was like 20, 22, 23 yes. at yeah. that time. So yeah. I, was, I, was like, I was a young kid, hungry and everything. So we went crazy on training. So David Hay was shocked actually. He was like, oh, you need to come. And his coaches were like, oh, you need to come train with David yeah. to, you know, push him a little bit. My name was amazing. Yeah, David but Hay David Hay's a friend of mine. But right? for all those listeners and all those tuned in on Pulse95 or on Instagram Live, he's being modest. I'll tell you why he's being modest. He was outstanding in training camp, even though David Hay was not training at the time consistently. This gentleman right here was an animal in the ring and at training camp, and he was being very modest when he said, yep, uh, it was good. No, it wasn't just good. He was incredible. Um, We talked about Deontay Wilder. You said wild. But does wild mean skilled? No, wild means hungry for success. Wild means respectful to people, but... Wild means uh, doing, let's say, succeed or success for the people who you love. Okay. And if Deontay Wilder faced Tyson Fury again, what would your predictions be? Uh, It was a draw, right? Yeah, the first one was a draw. Tyson Fury would beat him. Yep. Agreed. Love that. Yeah. What about Anthony Joshua versus Andy Ruiz rematch? Uh, Anthony Joshua. 
Okay. And you said that without stuttering. So yeah, no, I don't know. I, I, I bet on it if you want. I mean, bro, Anthony Joshua came up prepared, not mentally though. Well, I was going to ask you, a lot of, there was a lot of talks behind his training camp, his preparation. He wasn't himself walking in. You, you know him. You've trained with him. Yeah. When you saw him walking in, did you feel that he, he underestimated, was the same person? He underestimated the person. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's the biggest mistake. Right. I mean, he... What do you want me to do, man? I mean, he's he's uh, he's a good boxer. I mean, I can't I can't tell you whether he underestimated in that level, but the odds were to his brain the odds were 70 me 30 percent the other guy. Right. It wasn't a 50-50 odds, let's say. Right. You got my point. Okay. And then we mentioned this already, and you've seen him. If you had a tournament, let's say the tournament that you competed in yeah. recently in April. Yeah. If there was a tournament that was a very similar tournament but yeah. had the following fighters, okay. in your opinion, yeah. who do you think would win? Deontay Wilder, yeah. Anthony Joshua, okay. Tyson Fury, mm. or Andy Ruiz? I answer that what I think or in a professional way? In a professional way? Okay, professional way, it depends who matches who. The okay. first. Okay. So if it's a, what I did, yeah. what, 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 we did was we pulled the paper out of a how do you call it we like uh, a like a um, a draw a draw we yeah. did a draw yeah. yeah we did a draw and name came up but for your information everyone else they actually changed my draw really they did that so the boxing politics yeah so i i mean i didn't mind man i mean to be honest that was the first mistake they ever did huh. i was like okay you change the draw i'm gonna come within a fight yeah 100 okay okay yeah, so they tried so to somehow play with it but who would you who would win that now let's say we had anthony joshua versus andy ruiz and deontay wilder versus tyson fury anthony joshua would end up fighting tyson fury nah. and then i'm putting you on the spot i know i got no idea <laughs> man i mean i got no idea he's my friend oh okay so we're pushing you for an answer but at the end of the day you think it would probably be between tyson fury and anthony joshua in the final yep love that guys much more coming up next and a great tune by rudimental stay tuned for more on pulse 95 this is pulse 95 you're listening to the halftime show podcast Welcome back to the Halftime Show. If you've missed it, you've got no excuse to be missing it today. What a show we've had in store for you today. An insight on the boxing world with none other than Muhammad Ali Bayat. Plenty of good content on here today. Now, for the final segment, we've got a bit of an exclusive for you guys. Um, Mo Ali, I believe you have some news that you want to share with us. Yeah, it actually came to us uh, as a surprise to us too. We... All right, let's not make it political or anything, but we need visas to go places, right? Yeah. So we were we were waiting for a visa, and it just came out today. So I'm fighting this Saturday. What? Yeah. Say that again. We're definitely fighting this Saturday. Fighting this Saturday, and yeah. and you say it so casually, <laughs> like I'm just fighting this Saturday. Yeah. I know you train. Yeah. Hard. I know you stay in shape. I know you stay fit. Yeah. But in terms of how do you mentally prepare yourself for this? Uh, mentally, personally, or... Okay, let's see. Mentally, I'm afraid of exactly what I just said at the first segment. Yeah. I'm afraid of losing. Yeah. And 
I'm afraid to let my fans and my family down. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. Right? Because, yeah, that's it, man. I'm afraid. I just, I'm afraid to let people down. Right. Right? So you so feel that responsibility. I'm definitely responsible to people who are following me on Instagram, following yeah. my, let's say, my life diary or yeah, whatever diary, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is, right? So I'm responsible to the people who are following me and my life. Yeah who get motivated by what I do. I feel definitely responsible to them, so I need to win. And with something you said in mind, you know, we won't go into politics, but when you said that, you know, sometimes it's out of your hands in terms of paperwork, in terms of preparation and trying to get the right documents, you've got to have this strength mentally and physically to be able to get a call like you did and say, listen, uh, you're fighting this Thursday. Bro, I've been, I've been, okay, let's see. Uh, we fought in April, which is two months ago, right? So I was supposed to fight uh, May May 3rd, which I got in- injured, right? Then after that, I was supposed to fight in June and July, right? Yeah. So I, 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 I mean, nobody knows all this stuff. I mean, nobody actually walks in the gym at 7, 6 a.m., let's say, go to training, then go full job, office job, yeah. then go home, then back to the gym again. So... Nobody can really understand till they're in your shoes, right? So when you when you prepare mentally for a fight which is happening in 20, like let's say 20 days, mm-hmm. and co- it comes up to 15, uh, 15, I mean 15 days pass and it's last last five 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 days, yeah. and you still don't know whether it's happening or not, mm-hmm. and let's say last minute it cancels because boxing whatever they don't agree with this or le- yeah. I don't want to get into that. So yeah, yeah man, it's uh, it's just not easy. But something else now, you've obviously. You obviously come up to fight time. You've got things like your recovery, your nutrition. Yeah. What do you do differently now, let's say, in the next two days prior competition? I don't eat. Really? No, I mean, I eat, but I eat, but we make sure that we eat the things that it actually goes into your body f- with a purpose. I think I broke the hand. <laughs> <laughs> I think I broke the chair. For those that are watching live, yeah. Moali just broke our chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I broke the chair. <laughs> That's yeah, when you know yeah. it's live. Yeah. No, um, Moali... Honestly, I could spend another show just talking to you. I know we go way back. It's been incredible to have you on the show. It's such a pleasure to be able to see your growth and development in the UAE, not just as a boxer and an athlete, but also as a person and a human being. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure to see you, to be on your show. Thank you. Man, who knew? Who knew we would end up here, man? That's right. Who knew? That's right. Yeah, 95 Pulse, man. That's right. For those that have missed it, you can find us on Apple Podcasts or the SoundCloud. Click on the Halftime Show or on Instagram Live. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Coming up next, the news here on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.